Y'all set? Okay. Sweet. Sounds good. Awesome, man. All right, well, beginning in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I am joined by uh, Vincent Pham. Vincent, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Just uh, kind of pulling back the body parts together for you know the tournaments as usual. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you said that, man, because I'm still hurting. Like it's Wednesday of July twentieth. So. Oh. Yeah, it's it's we. I also just had a back to back tournament, so it was, we had a, a tournament up in uh, Vancouver, Canada, right beforehand. Um, and then, not to mention, we uh, have our competitive league Monday nights. So I, I played played all those. Oh man, okay, I don't have any room to stand on. I played Saturday. That was it. Like I just did home. No <laughs> seeing. I'm like I'm done. And uh, I tried playing open gym here at Cactus last night, and that was just dude. I was not moving. I, I was I was seen balls like hit me in the shins like there's nothing i can do about this like I'm dead. <laughs> yeah it's uh the things we do the sacrifices for this for this game yeah this game that we all love and man the yeah the money the energy <laughs> the yeah just our poor bodies I, I i can't well i always wonder like what's it gonna look like when we're you know you know, 70s, 80s, 90 years old, like, are we going to be in good shape? Are we going to be limber? Are we going to be just completely arthritis and just, you know, like, why do we play so much dodgeball so so much back then? But we'll <laughs> yeah, I, I am curious about like, what, well, let's get to see maybe only like what, 10 to like 20 years ahead. I think those like about the oldest dodgeballers uh, ahead of me is about there and we'll see how, how they turn out <laughs> as a glimpse. Yeah, so I I hate to do this to him, but um, James James uh, Thomas I'm or James Wright I think. Uh, yeah, James Wright. I am watching him because that, I I did not know that man was fifty six years old, fifty seven years old, and I made him play with us. In my defense, he he off he offered to 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 play with us, which is awesome because I I really love being able to just play with whoever now. Um, mm -hmm. So if he's out there rolling around and acting crazy, that gives me a couple more years. So um, right. But uh, man, we just jumped into it. So real quick, do you go by Vincent or Vinny, or do you have a preference? Uh, mostly Vincent. Um, some people call me Vince, but uh, Vincent's usually typically how I go. Awesome. And then, um, as we were saying offline, I definitely want to have a full interview with you with Crasser's questions and. You know, give you more of a heads up, but uh, real quick, uh, just let me know what your what team you play for and and what you're known for and where you're at. Um, I I'm in the, I live in Seattle. Um, I'm uh right now, and I've played dodgeball for in in Seattle for my whole dodgeball career. Uh, I, I started about eight years ago. Um, right now I've or this year I play for Misfits. Uh, I played for them previously uh pre-pandemic uh for a couple rounds um but yeah that's that's my current uh dodgeball team awesome yeah so i'm, I'm kind of doing this um kind of backwards because uh, initially unfortunately i ran out of time but i i reached out to 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 lou to see if um we could do like a real quick pre-cap for round three and just to get a good idea of like you know the pacific northwest area um you know, Oregon and, um, and, and Seattle, 
unfortunately he was he was pretty occupied at the moment but he threw your name out there and i know i've, I've seen your name pop up a few times so <laughs> i definitely wanted to take advantage of that so um if you don't mind you know i'm just going to kind of ask like what's um what's the dodgeball scene like out there um are you you said you you played in a tournament in Kent in Vancouver so you guys uh do you guys do that often or uh yeah so this tournament is there probably there the pride and joy of, of of like for for in terms of tournaments go is TOC's their big yearly tournament um in uh, Vancouver Canada and uh it's 8.2 inch 8.25 inch foam so this is a bigger foam ball um, and they have their own like uh, local ish rules. It's I mean, they have a like there's like VDL, SDL and like uh, boss DL. I don't know. It's like a, a whole big widespread league system in Canada. But they have their own like little rules where it's um, when the mo your each ball has their own count. The moment you pick it up, you have 10 seconds to throw it, uh, which creates a much more wild uh fast-paced game um but yeah it's a it's a blast it's very different um there's a lot of like gentlemen's rules there so it's like rules that aren't really in on writing but like socially shaming you <laughs> like kind of like baseball uh how there's some some of those rules in existence so that was new to us and uh there's definitely some people who will uh kind of go there and poke the bear a little bit with with abusing that <laughs> but uh yeah um in general our, it's a pretty active dodgeball scene in the pacific northwest um between portland seattle and uh the connection with bc canada is newerish but it's been a handful of years now um and uh it's been it's been a really cool relationship that's been growing having its ups and downs and uh but overall like really cool to kind of spread out and have that nice yeah so you mentioned uh, i've been playing for about eight years um what's the scene like in seattle i mean i remember <clears throat> excuse me i remember there's there used to be the i don't know if it still happened because of the pandemic or not um but the seattle classic was like my like yeah. when I thought of Seattle, I knew that the U point five tournament that would happen April May ish, and then yeah, uh, you guys play outside foams. That is that you like? I know Whitney had mentioned mentioned that, but what else you guys got out there, or what what do you guys have out there currently? So yeah, for the longest time, I'd say maybe the first five to six years, like eight point five was really dominant uh, up in Seattle. Um, uh, and then 8.25 inch foam, interestingly enough, was the newerish ball that came in. Um, and now we're, we've completely transitioned pretty much to seven inch foam as being pushed, pushing into every space, into our, all our <laughs> leagues, into all our, and going into our pickups now. Um, and, uh, 8.5 is all but dead. <laughs> uh un unfortunately for some uh um diehard love fans out there um but yeah it's um definitely right before the pandemic we were seeing the highest growth and like we we couldn't get enough uh gym space and gym time to uh get everybody playing we were uh filling up post pandemic uh, we're still doing okay, but definitely dropped off uh, some numbers overall. 
but um i stay i'd say our leagues are still quite successful um and uh it's lively and it's now all seven inch foam and there's a lot of focus going on there and uh it's it's been interesting change there's just been constantly been morphing the the dodgeball scene and up in seattle is just constantly evolving and it's pretty pretty interesting man pre-pandemic like when you don't have enough gym space because you have too many players it's a great problem to have like right yeah it's it's cool yeah um hopefully uh oh good yep uh we we like started so for maybe the first like three-ish four-ish years um i was in the community uh we didn't have a formal like company at all it was just kind of uh, a lot of lucas um running it on his own um and so it it felt nice when we formalized and created a nonprofit, uh uh and made a whole board that we've managed to see uh, dodgeball grow and then when we reached that point it felt very satisfying when we were like wow look we have too many players it's such a hmm. it was really cool to see that happen um so this company can you can you talk about that a little bit yeah dodgeball seattle we just kind of formalized it and um we have like a, a board now and i think we are at six members if uh if counting correctly um but yeah we we like kind of just pulled together and tried to mostly kind of help Lucas out uh, and break up the division of labor and have more organizers for the leagues so we can have more leagues going, uh, have more people running new tournaments, um, and then uh, breaking down other like big picture aspects together and discussing that. Um, And we've been... Uh, it's always always like lose count because I was like, oh, this has only been like three years. And then I was like, oh, pandemic adds like another two. But like, yeah, we've been around maybe four or five years. It feels like. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's kind of about all I got to say on that front. Um, I'm part of the board as well, um, and uh, was there from the start, which was really cool to be a part of. And these were great people uh, to work with. That's awesome, man. And um, okay, yeah. So definitely, you are one of the guys to talk to when it comes to like you know what's happening in Seattle. Um, and you, you said it's a it's a nonprofit, like so full on five hundred one c three and all that good stuff. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We try to do offer the lowest prices we can. Uh, I think each league just about breaks even (laughs) like we 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 barely uh scrape by uh, for each league um and try to make it really affordable that's that's awesome man um hmm. i'm gonna save it for the interview because i I definitely want to go down some some rabbit holes on it like an organizational standpoint like you know leagues and and you know if you would ever do consulting or how you would help like grow and, and tackle some of the problems or not the problems, but challenges of, of dodgeball. But, um, I'm definitely going to make a note for that. Um, especially cause I used to do, uh, we used to run dodgeball tournaments and leagues in Tucson for the longest time. And, oh, nice. um, I'm sure you can commiserate and share some, yeah. notes, some notes, but, uh, <clears throat> for the sake of, of round three, um, Let's kind of talk about, um, so the misfits. So you guys, uh, I remember seeing you guys in Austin, 
in 2019 during the Nationals. Were you, were you part of that team with, I think, I think Kyle Warren? Uh, was Nationals, there? I was actually playing with Fortune. Um, okay. I, I think for the round three Vegas, I played with them. And there might have been one more round, but I, I don't, maybe not. That might have been my first time uh, that and uh, playing with them was round three of 2019. Um, and since then, post pandemic, it's almost entirely a new team. Uh, I think the only original players I can think of from that point is uh, John Bell, the captain, and myself. Gotcha. And uh, where, where did Misfits come from? Just uh, we it's it was. <laughs> It's it's interesting because it so we had Fortune uh was like the first like Seattle team to kind of branch out and explore um the the other tournaments outside of us like we're not sorry uh to really take part in like you uh I guess elite dodgeball at the time and uh after that kind of got going people were really interested and then Roybots happened, um, and which is supposed to be kind of another like highly talented team. I don't think uh, if was a little rocky in that situation. And then uh, Misfits was kind of like third and fourth team ish uh, that kind of came about with as with the community growing and so many interested in playing competitively. Um, uh, yeah, um, I think originally the Evelyn Lowe, who uh, was the captain for Misfits and got that going. Um, and then eventually she stepped down a step back and uh, John Bell took over. Gotcha. Yeah, I remember um, seeing her. She's playing, I think, Open 8.5 with Misfits. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because that's, um, you know, for rarely do you see a woman player in, in Open, um, right. let alone captaining a team. So. Um, she loves 8.5 and nice. since the women's weren't offering that she i think might have created misfits specifically to play 8.5 that's badass like that's... yeah it's, it's really cool <laughs> like uh i will i will make a team just so i can play yeah i love that's, that that was really cool okay so it's starting to come together a little bit um and some pulling up the the brackets and look like you guys had a pretty good, good showing just from, um, you know, hearing, uh, in between brackets, um, like, Oh, misfits is, is going up against, um, I think you guys had fortune. No for, rainbows for no sting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To play for, for first. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the brackets here. So I think no sting. Yeah. Cause no sting was first. Right. Yep. So you guys uh, avenged us. You took out Raiders. Thank you. <laughs> and then <clears throat> moved on to to Rainbows. Do Do you remember how that match was, or how that that bracket was for you? I mean, you mentioned you played a lot of dodgeball since Saturday, but uh, yeah. I mean, uh, let's, I mean, I'll do the best I can. Usually, uh, it's uh, sometimes a blur for me, and I end up having you know, to need to like watch footage to uh, recap, but. Um, I I know like we were definitely like this the round two um we made it into the semis was the and that was like by far the farthest misfits has ever gotten 
Um, and so the fact once we got to Raiders and was, you know, there again, uh, it was really stressful. And we know Raiders, like, usually, I think, had our was really close or, or I think beat us in uh, round robin. And uh, so it was, it was definitely a big fight uh, ahead of us, like mentally and, uh, and as just as well as their strong team. Um, and so we were just making sure that we can, we didn't like accelerate or change things up just because the caliber of the team um, was changing and uh it was and I, I think we managed to do that they definitely had some incredible plays where they i think that one game it felt like they caught four out of six of us <laughs> on the court um i was like i was worried that was going to be a big momentum change and turning point uh at, 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 that i think is often uh, a downfall for us is um once like things take a turn we spiral and like get to uh eager to like ch change the flow of the game right. and then more mistakes happen but we managed to keep it together and uh see managed to see through uh raiders and i think it ended up four two for that that game um which was really nice uh that it was it was a fight though but um it was good to have that like space there to finish with uh, with that record yeah for sure um and then uh, rainbows. Ah, it's like again. I think this was even another uphill battle, just like mentally, just because rainbows. At least for um, John Bell and I, and uh, we're just familiar with all those players. And rainbows just usually has the upper hand against Seattle. Like Fortune can ha be having a great day, but once they like face rainbows they'll struggle the same way and misfits will have that same struggle and um i think it might have held true again uh came that finals uh rainbows just played really well outplayed us and just just somehow our, our kryptonite um very frequently so what is that just because it's you know the team that no you mentioned you know them but they also know you so they right. can kind of exploit those um there's like weaknesses or they just basically know what works to utilize against you guys. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's because they were, they're established for so long and have had so much success uh, against us historically. Um, like even back in like uh, several, many, many years ago, there was like a uh, couple other teams um, and it was like um, the Oregon state teams. It was like a, uh, beaver damnation and then they had created another team um salvation yeah salvation yep. and uh and then so and they kept like they were like beating seattle teams for a long time and i think it's just like there's this reputation that they hold that like kind of makes seattle players just kind of get in their head a little bit even if like the ability and talent might be you know the gap is not there maybe really present but in our heads it's like hard to overcome sometimes but um yeah and i think that's usually the challenge we often face against them gotcha um so my i i tried to hold on to this feeling sometimes for when i'm playing dodgeball is this respect no player just <laughs> just just and, and it usually works better just like don't care who they are just just play treat them like anybody else and you know 
you'll probably fare a little bit better. Yeah, that's that's a good way to approach it because if you already have that mentality like, oh, now I'm going against Alan or I'm going against Lucas or Bill or anybody, you just like you kind of already put yourself at a disadvantage. I have a horrible problem with that. Right. And when you just cut loose, you're like, I'm just going to play. Um, you end up doing a lot better because you're not, you know, you're not overthinking things. Yeah. Like you're trying to, if you if like, just even sometimes when someone tells you like, oh, watch out, that person's a catcher. And then instead of like just making the hits that you really need needed to, you're trying to play throw a little too safe or vice versa you you get amped up and you want to challenge the fact that they can catch and you just throw right at their gut you're like i <laughs> yeah did not want to do exactly what i just did <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah oh, wait, there's well. so many of those conversations where the like that guy's the catcher and the very next thing someone does is the very first throw was right at that person right at their gut and everyone's just like why why oh yep <laughs> yeah um this way you mentioned Beaver Damnation because I actually played with them for half a year, I think, <clears throat> with the NDL nice. back in 2012. With uh, oh right, yeah, yes, like that's right. Oh man, what's this? I'm so bad. The names all of a sudden. Brian, um, this one kid, Stephen, who is probably one of the few people who I still have um, in my mind the most impressive hands. Like that kid would just catch everything and anything you threw at him, and he was just wild and so fun to play with and then um uh, oh kevin pack like kevin pack yeah. yeah oh man i love playing with kevin that was so much fun because everyone was terrified of him so i i, I loved having that like was that extra brandon room. cook on the team at that time <clears throat> he was on so he was playing for osu's club team mm-hmm. and then just as i was departing that's when damnation picked up salvation and that's when he hopped on so got it yeah, it's bringing back old memories, man. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I, I remember, I distinctly remember seeing James um, on Goliath for 2013 Seattle Classic. And I remember like having this like this really crappy attitude of like, huh, we're playing, on, I'm playing, I'm going to play on this stack team with Kevin Pack and everybody. We're going to this Seattle Classic. Never heard of it. There's probably like no teams there that are worth a, worth a dang. And um mm-hmm. Mind you, this is 2013, so this is not me right. now, in case anybody is getting upset. But um, I was just <laughs> expecting to just steamroll everybody. And we did, mm-hmm. except for this one freaking team um, that I believe um, James was on. And if if memory... James Wright? Or... Uh, yeah, James Wright. And I, I think nice. Alan was on there. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I remember looking at them like, these guys, these guys played before. Like This isn't just some random team. Mm-hmm. And they ended up taking us out, which was you know our bad wow. for underestimating them. But nice. um, yeah, man, that's dang. That was almost ten years ago. Holy crap! Anyway, um, I kind of wanted to talk about some of the teams. So um, obviously, this round was a little bit different. Um, we were missing a lot of, um, you know, like the Arizona players. A lot of what felt like yep. L.A. San Diego players. Yeah, um, a lot of L.A. players out there. Yeah, and I've been. I don't say hesitant to. To recap other regions, I know that when I start just to do like a you know an entire season of Premier Dodgeball recap, one of the questions I'm going to ask everybody is just like you know is this like a was it just recovering from the pandemic? Was it just because we've been out of practice for so long? Was it because travel was just so dang expensive now? A combination of all all of the above. But um, how how did you feel about this overall? Like um, did, did it feel like we were just missing a lot of teams or? Yeah, there's definitely like a lot of people have 
kind of dropped off um, a lot of at least the familiar names um uh and some and some teams uh are have just aren't present um and i yeah i don't I, i'm really unsure what it all is it feels like probably likely just a combination as people pandemic gave people time to uh, look at other aspects of their life and then got something else going uh, and started and maybe temporarily hopefully temporarily that's like uh, taking priority uh, as they see that through and then and then they should come back to dodgeball yeah but, get it out of your system come back please right and maybe also financially i wonder if that's been um an impact uh start this is like oddly enough this is the most i've ever traveled for dodgeball in in a short amount short span of time um as is post pandemic because i went the opposite way i got i got really hungry for dodgeball um i played in the first tournament that was possible like the moment right out of pandemic the moment i could hear her hear it about a tournament i think i tried to i made did my best to go to it the first one that i could make which one was that uh this one was up in calgary canada they threw a wdbf rules seven inch foam tournament um oh, wow. it's i think it was called the canadian westerns um normally they don't let uh u.s teams play, uh, participate uh, but I think the they also were struggling with some numbers or uh, and opened it up to everyone. And there was actually quite a few uh, USA players and, and uh, maybe one or two teams there. Um, there was like a hybrid like all-star USA and Canadian team that was playing that was pretty, pretty wild to see. Um, I think... Nice. Uh, yeah i'm trying to remember who all was on it but i I just i know eli was on it and uh estabrooks from canada was playing on it as well and uh they and cody dan foley and some oh and cody uh other cody sit was on it as well and some other players i not to disrespect them i just uh, have a fuzzy memory but they, they were all absolute beasts on the court and that was just uh exciting to get but it was like first turn bit back and playing some of the highest level dodgeball i've i've ever played and it was uh was quite quite a ride just throwing yourself right in there yeah nice. it was yeah it was wild and it was maybe in my i think my first tournament trying to play with a mask on as well hmm. so that was also a, another challenge to uh, throw on there yeah i mean the is it is it pretty hard i mean um i, I think feel like the, you're supposed to be able to run with masks on but like i don't know I like the first difficult. first like when during like just as we got out of like dodgeball started locally uh with with uh mask on definitely was like brutal uh i i was really struggling and i think one uh figuring out the type of mask that works better for it was was pretty key and then two you do just have to like slowly adjust to it um uh and yeah you kind of kind of work through it those two ways and i'll, I'll say I, for anyone trying to play with or struggling with playing with a mask on they need to uh like any mask that kind of like holds a shape away from your face really makes a huge difference because just like the sweat on your face 
clogging that up is huge and when it's further from your face that happens less and then in general just there's just more airflow if it's further from your face gotcha yeah um, i mean speaking of people i mean even pre-pandemic people like uh brandon cook would wear yeah. masks I'm like you guys are nuts like what, what are you i doing that? don't know how you did that yeah and that one's like real tight that one does not help uh all that much with with breathing but he was it was an intimidation factor i guess yep it's it's really funny because he's definitely one of the sweetest guys you can can meet, but on the court he's just so intimidating. Yeah, he, he turns into somebody else on the court. Yeah, it's weird for sure. dislocating throw, shoulder throws. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's such a wild throw. I think he he said he Kevin Pack was the one who taught him his throw, um, and that ambidextrous throw kind of wild too. Yeah. That's not fair. You can't have like the same power with both hands. Like silly violating the rules there. Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk about some of the teams. So, um, I'm just, I'm looking at just the no scene bracket for now. Um, obviously Ronan were from, well, we were, we were a combination of like, I think one guy from Colorado hunter, um, Asai from, Seattle and then um some guys from um LA um Stormtrooper Precision <laughs> yeah do you, uh are they or, do you know where they're from by chance um i believe they're mo- uh, mostly Seattle uh if not all Seattle players uh, local players that most most of them don't do a ton of traveling for dodgeball, so they're pretty pretty local people. But there's definitely some, like, some of our like higher. Uh, they're all are competitive. They're definitely all competitive players. So they play in our competitive league, um, and definitely enjoy dodgeball. But definitely in terms of like maybe financial <laughs> investment, or uh, keep it more minimal. Gotcha. Or at least getting their feet wet, so to speak. Yeah. Cool. Uh, catch me in. Uh, catch me in. Let me try to remember. Do you do you know who is? On, do you remind me who is on that again? I'm trying to remember. Um, or if they might be like a a mixture of a team with a different name. Yeah. Uh, I know we played them, and I, I think they they might have been our upset. Or no, was actually, it, they? yeah, they were. They were our upset too. Um, yeah. for foam, so they beat us, and then I think they just swept us. To be honest, and then when they, then they played you guys, and we found out they beat you, and because of your showing and those things, like, oh, okay, I don't feel as bad then because if they beat the number two team, <laughs> then maybe we didn't crap the bed so hard. But um, right, I'm trying to remember. Um, it's a blur, and also like. I'm confusing them with some of the other teams. Um, Sedona, Sedona Vortex Association. Oh, yeah, Sedona Vortex is a really cool team. Um, they, uh, the crowd's giving them a hard time because obviously, and I'll maybe this would be the last time I tell a story, but when they came down to round two in Phoenix, I was like, oh crap, sweet, another Arizona team. Wonder who it is. Find out <laughs> that they're not from Sedona. I'm like, well, I guess I kind of figured that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> liars and so it's been a little a little uh testy with them but they were they're fun to play against um i remember this uh the taller guy blonde kid younger looking guy just yeah harley I believe, yeah I believe we were talking about yeah he's got a really 
fast release. It caught me off guard quite a few times. I'm like, man, eventually I'm going to realize this, that that guy's uh, got a pretty good arm for him. And just fast too. But um, yeah, the rest of them were, were pretty fun. And I think one guy was just like a, just like a black hole, just absorbed everything you threw at him. He's he's from the PNW Pacific Northwest as well, uh, somewhere in Oregon. He might have been an OSU player. I might I might be getting that wrong. Hopefully he oh, doesn't. Uh, no one comes back at me at that. But uh, yeah, he's he's been in like kind of in and out of our the dodgeball uh, scene uh, locally for a bit. Um, we we've like uh, kindly nicknamed him. Uh, I think. Locally, and our Seattle players all call him Mini Lucas or Lucas Jr. from time to time. Nice. Um, but yeah, he's just a wicked ball of athleticism. That's a good compliment, being called uh, anything in, in the likeness of, of Lucas. Right? Yeah. So he's, he's like, I think uh, he just, he loves just the joy of dodgeball for now. Um, but definitely everybody wants him to probably play a little more get a little more into it he's uh definitely a talent to uh take advantage of hopefully uh if he can play a little more dodgeball he'd be uh quite the force nice it's funny because my teammate joe was saying that too about him i don't know where he got this from he's like yeah i think he like i actually might be looking for you know more competitive action we should we should poach him like whoa dude like (laughs) <laughs> first of all where are you getting this from how, how do you even know this and then secondly to his credit joe has picked a lot of the uh, upcoming rising stars so nice we'll see if he's like five for five now um overthrow do they does that ring a bell uh not strongly just because oh man there's just like so many teams that uh i think that's like probably a new team but from uh, uh, Pacific Northwest, or I don't. I have to check the the players. I unfortunately don't. Not super familiar with the team name, and it's hard for me to picture who's who's on the team. But uh, I I assume they're probably a Seattle based team, as we we brought a lot of our players into this. Um, hopefully, to offset the lack of uh, LA players. Gotcha. I uh I just realized I think Catch Me In was Dylan Tobias team from Eugene, Oregon. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, they're they are pretty cool. I think is that with Michael White on that team as well. And uh, yes. If it, if it was Catch Me In, yes. If it if anything, it was the Eugene team. So it was yeah. Uh, yeah, Dylan Tobia. Great. I've known that kid since he was twelve. We've been he's been playing dodgeball since he's twelve. So he's maybe a couple more competitive tournaments from going back to his old self, and that will be terrifying for anybody throwing at him, and a huge <laughs> asset for anybody that picks him up. And um, it's funny because I was playing against uh, Michael, and I was like, "Gosh, this guy looks so familiar. I've seen him before." And then it dawned on me, like, "Oh, it's Michael with hair." Like, holy crap! I've seen <laughs> this guy in in since like downpour, I think. Since the, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. correct uh yeah yeah he's he's looking he looked good at this tournament too i haven't seen him in a little bit i felt like um but yeah he's he had actually maybe like my favorite catch of the whole tournament (laughs) uh where uh he was playing against toon squad and i forget who who hit him but the first ball came in 
hit off his like chest or gut, uh, started heading out of bounds and he took a step right to the edge of the line. And then uh, I think he dodged a couple of throws in that movement and then used one of his legs feet to kick the ball back up inbounds to catch it. Uh, and nice. so basically survived like four throws and, and managed to catch that ball that was heading out um, and saved himself and brought in a teammate was wild and a huge momentum turn for that that game. And I think that might have been the last game. That was the last the game. That was the winner winning uh, match for the series. Nice. They just committed to it and wasn't going to. Yeah, it looks so smooth. Like I, I like I, I always love when people can like take advantage of some other like foot eye coordination, <laughs> do something a little odd, um, a little different for uh, dodgeball, not just all hands. I think, so. uh, yeah, Bill Fisher ca- uh, captured in the shout out thread. Michael White with the catch in the semifinals that he brought back in bounds and catch distance with his foot. Yep. Clutch. So so good. So cool. Uh yeah. My teammate Jordan Williams was like losing his mind <laughs> on the side on the sidelines. Uh yeah. Great. It was a great moment. That's awesome. Um let's see who else. So obviously we know the Raiders, so from LA. Um Chillum. I wanna say that they're new this year. Um I recognize them from round two in Phoenix or round one in yeah. Phoenix and round two. And they're, they're, they're pretty nasty, um, in a good way. I think they're, yeah, yeah they, they're definitely a threat. Um, and we got misfits, obviously you guys fortune know where they're from, uh, talk about catch me in and obviously rainbows. So I think, uh, so that was no seeing just kind of looking at if there's any other new teams in foam. Oh, sleepless. Um, Oh yeah. Sleepless is really, Really, a very new team too. Uh, I think they they just started in round two. Also from uh, Seattle, it's like the movie. Yep. Nice. Uh, also from Seattle. Yeah, uh, I think Sadie is kind of uh, the started that team and might even and I think was a big hand in coordinating the men's team as well. I believe. Nice. Do they? they uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, they they're. They saw a lot of success very quickly, which was really cool for them. That's very good to just hop in there and boom, you're already, you know, showing that you belong there and you, you can, you can hang for like, for, for like better words, like, yeah, you don't want to have your debut just blow up in your face and you end up getting your, your butt handed to you. It's never fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really impressive showing to come into. Uh, I don't know if they know how, rare uh that that is um <laughs> because uh, like oh, pre- even you know fortune was struggling for a bit and like you know sure this uh year is a little bit different in terms of the the attendance of teams but still a very in- impressive display and like previous teams like misfits in our debut and like roy bots in our debut was not uh not that same so um, I'm really uh, proud of them. They've they've really done great work. Definitely, no, it's definitely good when you actually stick with it. That's that's the, I think that's the key is, you know, you, you put together your team, and then you go out there, and if you don't do that well, stay together, talk it out, practice, and then keep that consistency because that's uh, for the most part, those are the teams that that 
end up dominating in the end just because they they stick it right. through um I mean, yeah we seem to this day like you know we talk about rainbows and, and fortune and yeah some of the right. names and bodies might change but for the most part we still talk about those guys almost every every round when we do uh, recaps right yeah and they yeah agreed uh it's it's really important to to stick it through and sometimes i think i, I worry uh hopefully i feel like some teams that see early success uh almost can be detrimental in terms of like you do well and then you do a little bit less well later on and you take that as a a bad trend but that's just kind of you gotta still hang through that um but i'm hoping sleepless will uh stick with it we'll stick with it yeah yeah no that's a really good point um yeah, if you start out the gates just dominating and you lose once, like, oh, we suck now. Let's just end it. He's never really had that, like, character-building chapter right. of your of your yeah. story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about your co-ed run real quick for, for Foam. So, I mean, you had a really um, you had a great showing um, for No Sting uh, going up oh, against Rainbows. Uh, to be clear with... Um co-ed uh i was actually on the cool kids for uh for co-ed oh well never mind <laughs> yeah uh john bell since misfits is like uh seven guys we split up for co-ed to two teams um gotcha round two we were misfits and mr fits and then this time we were misfits and cool kids um uh, this time, and uh, for cool kids, uh, I, I was a captain for them. Nice. Yeah. You guys played against, uh, I think, Whitney Pittman's team, Sparkle Motion? Uh, I'm sure. Is that, was our, is, our, is that our bracket match? Yeah, that, that was you your mean? first bracket match. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Sparkle um, <laughs> And I think they they got us. They did. Not to yeah. dig up bad wounds all uh, already but uh yeah yeah and i and i think it might have been was it what's what was the score for that you have is that on hand uh, i think it's three let's see zoom in this was well, we can just pass this uh three zero so okay got <laughs> that's good that's fine they they did they did well. They kicked their butts. So it's, it's all good. Yep. Uh, it was that. And that was foam. That was foam. And then they went out to beat. Um, I want to say LADC. Oh wow! Nice. I'm, I'm assuming that was them. I don't. I don't think there's another LADC out there. LA Dodgeball right. Club, I think. And then lost to Little Zamboni, which. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> half a fortune. So yeah. Not oh, a, okay. Yeah. Not that... a bad. Bad run there. Yep. That'll do it. Um. Man, I should have stuck around for Coed. Yeah, Coed was uh, seventeen was teams. A cool fight, actually. So for for the first time, uh, personally, I so for Coed uh, Foam, uh, I actually didn't play. I was actually only coaching um, cool kids. Okay. So I just stayed around, watched the games, uh, and tried to give feedback. Gotcha. Um, wanted to give that a shot for the first time, and also. <laughs> saved my body a little bit um, i was planning to do that for co-ed no sting as well but um they they roped me into play <laughs> uh I, I don't think they had to pull twist your arm too much 
No, they didn't. They really <laughs> didn't. I'm an addict, and I'll I'll need to start a, a, a was it a support group here in Seattle at some point. I think we all at some point we'll need it when we're, when we're actually retired and not playing anymore. We'll have to have some kind of counseling to <laughs> fill that void. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why like coaching has been like, uh, kind of a goal of mine at some point to China transition to that, to find a new way to love dodgeball. That's not so hard on the body that, or you can stand by for what's going to be like the 40 and up league that all, Oh, no doubt uh, that. found definitely be in there. Yep. I, <laughs> There's gotta be a place for like myself and like the James Wrights that, that just can't stop playing, but probably shouldn't be playing with these fresh out of college, 22 year old kid killers. Yeah. So. Freaking Eli Hashimoto. Yeah. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. It's starting to tip the scales a little too, too much in their favor now. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the, the senior dodgeball league in a couple of years. See, I'm, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure people want to play it. They've got to. For sure. Um, so code no sting. So you guys put against Okami Pack. Okami Pack. Yeah, that sounds right. Okami Pack. And that I believe they were a sixth seed, and we were the eleventh. Correct. Um, that was a match that uh, I think it started off. We we took two games. Uh, the first two games off of them, um, and then and then they they swept us reverse sweep there. That one hurt as well. Maybe worse. <laughs> oh man, you're so close. You hate that. <laughs> but yeah, we're it was a yeah, it was a little rough rougher day for cool kids. But I'm glad um Misfits had their really great run in uh foam co ed. Um that and that was Misfits, I think, first uh at least for sure, like elite slash USA Premier League win ever. Nice. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that was nice. That's still pretty good for the, the misfits organization. I mean, even going back to the open nose thing, second place finish against rainbows. I mean, that's still, hopefully it's yeah. you know, encouragement Definitely. or that nudge like, yeah, keep, keep it up. And, um, is it too soon to tell? Like, will we see you guys in nationals? We will definitely be at nationals. Um, um, there's no doubt. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're all hyped for it, uh, especially with round three being our most successful. I'm, I'm sure we're going to go in there with a high morale and uh, hopefully make a keep up, keep up our pace and keep up our trend. Because I, I think each round we've steadily been getting just going uh, higher, higher and higher. So um, theoretically, nationals will just win everything. But <laughs> right. But, who knows? Maybe the math is a little off there. I mean, you gotta you gotta shoot for number one, so. Right. But. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I, I think that's that's pretty much all I wanted to kind of cover. I mean, I know it's we're barely touching the scraping the surface, so to speak, of round three, but um, yeah. I do want to kind of just at least get to the habit of recapping. I mean, we still have, um, you know, there's uh, maybe hopefully round three for the South. And then want to catch up with what's going on in the East and get a, a good feel of what's going on into nationals. And then obviously recap some of the, the oh. random tournaments that are popping up. Did you uh, ever recap the, the thing that happened? In no. The, and the that was, tournament? that was actually yeah. something I was going to bring up too. So we have, um, obviously we're going <clears> to, <throat> I'll be ready in time to recap FDC, 
but I do want to go oh, back yeah. and, and talk about the thing. Um, but I want to do that with like yourself and I don't know if you have like, um, so it, it was, it was, was it, was it open and women's too, or co-ed or what was, uh, yeah, it was, I, b- I believe, uh, open and women's or it might've just been men's and women's, but, uh, uh, yeah, those were the only two divisions. Um, it was seven inch foam and it was, I think invited invite for, for the teams that could attend. Gotcha. And yeah. we were, the goal was five teams from, uh, Canada, five teams from the U S for each division, um, and trying to get the highest quality seven inch foam dodgeball we could get. Nice. Well, I yeah. definitely heard a lot of great things about it and um, definitely want to go back and revisit that. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably talk to you offline about coordinating uh, maybe a panel that we can do um, for both men and women's. Uh, that way, yeah. you, know, you don't have to speak for other divisions. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, great people to talk to about that tournament for sure. Yeah, no, I'll definitely um, message you after this and we'll, we'll get that going because that's definitely something that um, I didn't want to pass over because, again, uh, knowing that it was um, not secretive, but just it was invite only. It was kind of one of those things where I heard about it and I was like, oh, well, hold on. And then people started asking about it. I'm like, oh, we're not talking about how cool it was. So I was like, okay, I got to cover this in some capacity. So, but um, cool, man. I think uh, I, I, was, I was thinking about reading the shout outs. Um, but there's like 83 comments and I would really just prefer people go to this thread and read it. Um, yeah. And like, I like how, I don't know, I guess this is a, uh, so Lucas says this in tradition of the Pacific Northwest, let the shout outs rain down. I've seen this before and I, I love it. It's like a great feel good thread. And, um, you know, if that's a Pacific Northwest only thing, then maybe other regions can adopt that. But that's, it's really cool. And there's like, yeah, 88 comments of just really cool plays, um, funny comments, funny remarks. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely is really, uh, I'm really proud of that like tradition uh, up here. And um, it's definitely a really uh, big point of like our like community. Uh, we're all like very like supporting each other's success um, and like, that's makes one of the big reasons why I love dodgeball and love dodgeball here um, is, is that exact thing that we're all like rooting for each other. And like um, just that really creates a really great environment for us to all kind of succeed and love and keep playing. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely, definitely brings back that community vibe. Um, Yeah. There's something about it. Um, just like because I was reading um, Casey, where'd you go? If you're listening, definitely look up this thread and read it. <clears throat> Spend some time on here. Um, Casey Salamone. Oh yeah, she she was she she's awesome. So well, she uh, she played on the Cool Kids actually for oh, nice. for Goed, um, and she was uh, she was doing work for us for sure. <laughs> she was she was playing as our right corner, and I think for like maybe our first three matches, Casey was had like maybe more than fifty percent of our kills. So uh, 
doing work. Nice. Drag kicked us, dragged us kicking and screaming to to our seating. So <laughs> <laughs> well she's uh she's really cool. She played uh she guest played on my team for our, our Cactus League a couple months ago, a month ago. Yeah, she, man, she Casey's just, like traveling everywhere, playing dodgeball everywhere. Yeah, no, she's she's all over the place, and um, she definitely, like you said, she 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 went to work like right away. I'm like, Casey, calm down. Like, yeah. but we <laughs> yeah, won, and, so it was great. And she got a win with um, Fembots in round three. Nice. Yeah. Well, she says, um, and uh, this is what I like is she's obviously played everywhere in the U.S. Like it feels like so far, but out of all three West rounds, in my opinion, this one was the best. Shout nice. out to all that made it possible, participated and kept going, kept participated and kept good vibes going. I saw a lot of GoPros. Would love it if you could share links, possible. And um, Seattle is a cool dodgeball community in general, which uh, it definitely is. And that's the last time I played in Seattle was 2013, and I remember walking away from there thinking, "Man, this is this is like a community." Like, because back then we didn't even have. Um, we, we like Elite was just starting, like the. That was April of 2013, so we wouldn't see West, the West Circuit until like August, I think, July. And so I kept thinking, man, I, I really hope Seattle joins like this West Coast thing. And then you, you'd see like over time, uh, Pacific Northwest, like Oregon, Seattle coming in and playing with Elite. And so, but I just remember like, it, it just felt special. There was a really good feeling about it. And I, I got that vibe again, playing with you guys or against you guys. So it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad I went, but, um, definitely think she captures this really well. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, also wanted to do a quick shout out to Fembots for their very first, uh, win also for these, the series, um, a lot of Seattle showing up, uh, this, this round was really cool. Obviously, uh, we had an advantage home, home field, home field advantage and, uh, we, we, we used it. Yep. Yeah, that's uh well hopefully we see a lot of these teams for nationals when and wherever that's gonna be. But um definitely looking forward to more opportunities to play out in the Pacific Northwest and definitely looking forward to uh talking to you a little bit more on a individual level and kinda of getting your, your background and your stories. But um before we wrap up, is there anything else you wanted to shout out or mention? Um yeah, uh, I'm just glad. Thank you for like everyone who uh, like this is our first time having a round in Seattle. Pretty sure. Um, and uh, I'm glad all the teams that traveled and came in to play, and I'm glad got to come into our home court and uh, show you some have and have some great dodgeball together. Um, Seattle's definitely been like trying to push hard into the scene. Um, we also had for the very first time um, Seattle players join, uh, make it onto Team USA. Uh, and not to mention, not it was four players who made it onto Team USA and like nice. almost eight players or seven or eight players that were invited to the combine. So it was a really, really amazing year for us. Um, and I'm glad, uh, I'm thankful for this whole community um, and excited to see how it keeps going. Awesome. Yeah, if you guys are pushing to get into the scene, um, that's fantastic. You guys are, it's a great vibe and we definitely look forward to meeting you guys in the Nationals and you know in the future Premier Dodgeball seasons. But um, cool, man, I think what we'll do is we'll go ahead and end the uh, segment here. 
All right, so that was a, a really quick, well, maybe not quick, but a really brief uh, I guess recap of round three. And part of the intent for this was to just kind of get me back into the habit of recaps. Um, yeah, it maybe seemed like it's a little too late with uh, round three wrapping up and all the other divisions kind of ending, or regions rather. But um, as, as me and Vincent talked about, there's there's definitely some events that took place this year that I want to go back and revisit to include maybe even the uh, Tournament of Champions that uh, Vancouver had. Definitely want to go back and revisit the thing um, once we actually put together a, a panel that's going to represent uh, both men's and women's. And then um, I do want to move over to the North, South, and East regions, uh, may, maybe in a similar fashion that I did with Vincent, just kind of get an idea of what's going on out there. Um, because of my return from deployment and reintegrating back into society and you know just doing all these things like the podcast hasn't really been that much of a priority as much as I'd like for it to be, uh, which is why it's awesome that I have Sergio help me out still. But uh, with that in mind, that doesn't mean I want to snooze on some of these amazing events that are happening. So, you know, bear with me as I come back and uh, just get into the habit of things and, and reconnecting with those uh, wonderful panelists that I had back in the past. We'd love to hear back from. And while I do that, um, again, this is an open invitation to anybody that would like to represent their region. I know a couple of people, such as like Brian Baker, had reached out to help capture the East. So by all means, um, the competitive season is going to, I guess, take a bit of a pause for Worlds. Um, so we, we have from now until October to basically re recapture, repaint the image of what's going on in Dodgeball uh, for this year. So if you're interested, let me know and uh, I'll, I'll fit you in. Also mentioned, I will um, happily interview Vincent in a couple of weeks. So stand by for those of you that are listening on the Seattle side. Um, I'll definitely put um, a call for questions on the Dodgeball Podcast Facebook group. And um, really, really, really invite everyone to read the currently 88 comment thread um, that Lucas started uh, for round three. I feel like um, this season has been very... Um, it's been interesting coming back to dodgeball. And I think one of the things that's really going to help us come back together are threads like this, where we're just, you know, basically, yes, we played, we threw balls at each other. We try to take each other out, but at the end of the day, you know, we come together, have a couple beers, and then we start talking about how awesome people did on the threads. And that's, that's really awesome. Seattle definitely has a fantastic vibe and to refill that energy that I felt 10 years ago, um, was great. So I appreciate everyone that put that on. I'm so glad I went. Um, it was great catching up with some of the people there. Um, it's awesome talking to Bill. Too bad I didn't hit you in the face this time, but I think the curse is over. Lucas, if you're listening, it was great talking to you, man. I really appreciate the letters you sent me while I was overseas. And um, Robbie, you're always amazing. Thank you to my team that showed up, especially the new kids like Asai and Hunter. Love that you guys stepped up and played with this old man and this stranger. And with all that being said, uh, huge congratulations to Fortune for taking the Foam Open Division, no, um, Rainbows for taking No Sting, Misfits for taking Coed Foam, Poinsettias for taking Coed No Sting, and for Fembots for taking Foam and Women's, and um, LFG, let's freaking go, for uh, taking the uh, No Sting and Women's as well. So congratulations to everybody that showed up and, and performed, and um, yeah, hopefully we see these names uh, moving on. And um, yeah, I'm just going to keep gushing. So we'll go ahead and knock that off. And uh, if you're still with me, have a great uh, rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Record. Nice. <clears throat> okay. Fucking Seattle. I got to be so cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
you know, music and nice people. Okay, closing in three, two, one.